One witch is powerful. A coven of witches is unstoppable. Want to go deeper in your craft with the support of your basic witches? Then join our coven on Patreon. We have three tantalizing tiers with ad-free episodes, shout-outs on the pod, monthly card pulls, and girl talk, where you get to connect with us one-on-two. So, are you a basic witch, boss witch, or our best witch? We can't wait to see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches, <laughs> basically. Witch, please stop subconsciously hating yourself, shoulding all over yourself. And for the love of goddess, stop thinking you have to do it all on your own. This witch is haha here to help. Find me on sexandthesynchronicity.com for coaching, courses, card pulls, and deep XX exploration through erotic art. Fortune favors the bold, so be bold, be that witch, and head to sexandthesynchronicity.com. Hey witches, Leah here. You know my all-time favorite thing to talk about is manifestations, synchronicities, and going for the goals. So if you're ready to put your feminine energy in the front seat and whoa manifest some sh Wait, are you really gonna bleep out sh I can't say sh This is my commercial. Anyway, what are you waiting for? It's can or never. Join my four-week manifestation course, buy my deck, art, and more by going to www.leahknauer.com. L-E-A-H-K-N-A-U-E-R.com. Welcome to Basic Witches. I'm Rachel LaForest. I'm Leah Knauer, and happy Witchy Wednesday, if you're listening to this, when it drops. Um, we have an amazing guest today. Yeah, uh, someone who's also dropped out of high school and uh, created an entire career in comedy and the business of comedy. It's my old boss, Sam Reich, the sweetheart, the he's mischievous man. So sweet. I'm like, I said to Rachel, I'm like, I can't believe that was your boss. He's so nice. I know. I was lucky to have him. Um, he's deep he's witchy i would say witch adjacent mm -hmm. after this uh, you know he, he's, he's a basic witch he's a basic mm -hmm. witch mm -hmm. um <laughs> super funny guy you guys are going to enjoy this episode and if you're on patreon you're going to watch it if you're not on patreon yet you gotta go to the instagram at basic witches click that link in the bio and do all the things leave us a five-star itunes review Get in the Patreon coven so yes. you can get all the perks. That's where the real magic is. You get monthly card polls. You get to support us and this show that you already listen to and love. And we appreciate all the support so much. Not to mention, you will get on-air card polls, which we are about to do for some patrons. <laughs> yes. So, Caitlin, whenever and wherever you're listening, here comes your card poll. I'm pulling from the deck of hearts, so these will be just a mantra of what you need to keep in mind. So let's take a breath for Caitlin. Ooh. 
Bigger and better things are coming. Oh, oh. was everyone else? Okay, sorry. That was really hot. Yeah. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Okay, you cannot not with that card, though. Yeah. Um, So have fun, Caitlin. Okay, Mm -hmm. next up, Kenya. Patron Kenya. Kenya, let's breathe. Mm, here it is. If you're wearing like a jumper or overalls, DM us, Kenya, because I just tapped into your energy whenever you're listening. Whoa, that'll be okay. crazy if that's true. Breathe. Uh, a basic witch's favorite. Mm-hmm. Kenya, breathing. just breathe. and last up we've got venus yes which venus whenever you're listening this mantra is for you let's breathe for venus venus your affirmation is i speak kindly about myself and others You know who I can speak really kindly about? (sighs) My old boss, Sam Reich. Enjoy this amazing episode. (laughs) Head first. We're going in. We're in. Sam, it's so good to see you. How long (laughs) has it been? It's been years. Years, at least since like 2015. I mean, we've seen each other yes. since then, but we haven't worked together. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Rachel, you worked at mm-hmm. College Humor. Yeah. Yeah. Sam's home. Um, he migrated out to LA and I inherited him as yes, his assistant. Yes. I inherited you, please. Oh. We inherited each other. We had fun. Oh. Yeah. So much fun. Uh, so it was so comforting to work with you. You're, you must know this about yourself. Rachel, that you're such a a comfort to people. Oh, okay. Stating my purpose, which is like to make people feel good. (laughs) Thank you. I didn't know that back then, but now I'm aware Mm. of that. Yes, now Mm -hmm. I'm aware of that. This is growth, right? Stepping into our self-awareness. Sam, my card pull for my cycle right now is growth. (gasps) Is it really? Yes. Wow. So like I'm I'm pulling for the, um, you know, for the the period cycle i'm pulling a card for each phase there's four phases like ovulation sure pre-menstruation you know all those mine right now is fucking growth wow we're off to a flying start what's so tell me about these cards i'm interviewing you now tell me about these cards Uh, oh oracle cards oracle cards oracle cards do you know about these sam no i have um, something cute called cue cards. <laughs> <laughs> That's more your line of different. work. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, by the way, my boyfriend is very jealous that I'm talking to you. Um, oh, he is like that. a huge, huge fan. A of college humor. Me too. Um, and also the Michael Showalter Showalter. He's like obsessed with Michael Showalter oh and God. Stella and that crew. So this Deep is er- early work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Hi, Sam. No, me too. I mean, you know, getting to work with 
those legends is a perk of the job. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. I want to talk about, because um, Drew wanted to know too, my boyfriend, like college humor was basically YouTube before YouTube, sketch comedy online. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like college humor was like a huge part of where we are today with digital comedy? Oh, gosh. Um I mean, I guess I'd like to think so. Um, <laughs> she said it, so it's okay. Like, you're not being <laughs> egotistical yeah. if you agree. <laughs> uh, you know, like, I think that we all feed off of the same troughs mm. of, of ideas, right? Like, ideas sort of tend to um, snowball given the input of mm-hmm. thousands of people. So it's hard to tell exactly like where these threads started. Mm-hmm. That's um, fair. But um, yeah, I mean, um, you know, back at the very beginning, it was, well, we know that video is going to be a big deal on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a lot of like experimenting back then in those early days that's still relevant today. Like, um. We were one of the first people to say, you know, what would be funny is like a fake movie trailer. Yeah. And now that's. Oh my gosh. You know, and now that's like ubiquitous to the internet. Uh-huh. Or, yes. Um, you know, it would be funny is like, um, uh, so so my colleague, uh, Jake Lodwick, I, I wasn't responsible for this, but he did a video around the offices, which was everybody lip singing a song. TikTok. Um, yeah, it was like it was like one long continuous take and everybody was like taking turns coming in playing the lead singer. Yes. It was choreographed and then that was it was called a lip dub. That's what um Oh my gosh. sort of mm-hmm. pop culture decided it was called and then that trend took off and now it's like a whole platform. Right? Uh-huh. Um, and even like on the business side of it too because for listeners who don't already know, Sam is a create a longtime creative and business person in the comedy space. So you're mm. you're like on all the sides, which I totally relate to. Mm. Um, but with the business trends, I know you guys were working on the subscription model for like humorous content for a while, right? And now that's sure. Can you speak and now to you that? are on Patreon? Yes. <laughs> yes. Coven, everybody, sign up for the Coven. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Sam. (laughs) I'll handle your CTAs for you. Don't worry. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Click. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We, um, I mean, you know, I think that, uh, theme of you want to be a creative person. This industry is full of gatekeepers how do you mm-hmm. take the power back? Um, mm. Is how do you? <laughs> That's oh. a huge question, and I, I think a really important yeah. question. Especially yeah. as like we seem as like a society to be giving birth to like more and more creative people, mm-hmm. and doing a worse and worse job of allowing anyone to make a living from it. <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big big believer in the subscription model. Like I think it's Ooh. I think it's um, the future for creative people, and then mm. uh, 
I guess to answer your question, Leah. Yeah. Um, I know it's a big question, but that's that's what we do on this show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally. It's it's like I think I, I think what you're doing is correct. Like mm. you have your own show, mm-hmm. and you. I mean, there's a sort of a playbook. I don't want to get boring. No, let's but break at the it risk down. of getting boring. No, um, yeah. You know, you have your own show. You release something exclusively to your Patreon audience. I believe for you, it's video. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Hi, and- everyone on Patreon watching this right now. <laughs> <laughs> What you can see my beard. Yes. Oh, yeah. If you're listening to this, you don't have access. And his glasses, Sam Reich's glasses, you my guys. My glasses. Don't you want to see my beard and glasses? Sign up today. Yes. Um and Click. then you you sort of have to find a way um to market your your mm. content, like to find audience. Mm-hmm. And that's a big question. Mm-hmm. Um I please. Oh, I don't want to cut you off. No, 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 please. Was there more to the playbook? There's nothing. There's things I will tell you after we wrap this up. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, it's been a learning curve for me. And I think for Rachel too, like learning, like you come to LA it's show business. And I feel like for so long, I focused just on the show and not the business. I've recently like really embraced. It is a business. And like, yeah, yeah. Have you learned that? Did you have a journey with that as well? Totally. It's, it's, uh, it's too much a business. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be on this side of the aisle, I actually have a friend right now who's, um, uh, her and her partner are both in, uh, New York and she's watching her partner, uh, direct a movie, um, cause her partner got a big break, uh, and she's an actress and she's watching um, her partner go through the audition process. Mm-hmm. And she's looking at it going like, this is 99% luck. Yeah. yeah. You know, what is that? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of like is equal parts depressing and inspiring. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's equally a relief and a realization of total lack of control. Yeah. Powerlessness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and how quickly I mean, things can change for the better. You just have to like keep going as hard as it is and as hard as it feels. Kind of, yeah. I mean, my um, best piece of advice I ever got was from my um, high school drama teacher who told me, it's not how much you want something, it's how long you want it for. Oh, <sighs> it, um, it hurts mm. slightly and it's a slightly a turn on because I know it's right. <laughs> So I can be into this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you love it enough to put um, in 10 years, 15 years, yeah. 20 years? Do you love this it? This year will be 10 years for me in LA and it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's the yeah. long game. Big milestone. Oh, it is. Okay, so I'm picking up on like, I'm seeing this energetically from above, Sam, like your trajectory you've done so much collaboration, like so much of your career, you've been on sketch groups, improv groups, then turning it into (laughs) college humor, which so championed like the, you know, the entire office being involved. 
that's all feminine energy. <laughs> Collaboration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sure. Yeah. And, I'm very ambivalent about my masculinity in general. <laughs> I'm probably like five years away of enough like social acceptance to become he they my brother and I talk about this mm. sometimes that it's just mm. like yeah masculinity is a tough pill I'm not mm. well <laughs> well what's coming to mind because like have you made this realization before clearly you kind of have yeah of, about I mean, masculinity about like why is it a tough pill yeah um yeah, I mean now, you know, now we have this this term toxic masculinity mm -hmm. to sort of describe all or to sort of like wrap all this in a bow, but I think it's like um I think you know, I ascribe to um a lot of like Buddhist principles. Mhm. Mm um and I think there's something about like ambition in general, which I have like a really kind of ambivalent relationship with. I saw what it did to my parents, both really ambitious people, both to a certain extent, chronically unhappy people. Mm. So I've always felt like uh, did, uh, ambition is this like drug and I need to be a little careful, like how much of that drug I consume. Mm -hmm. um, and then like, I'm not saying ambition is a masculine quality, but I think but it's like, I think yeah. it is considered one because it's the masculine energy is uh, directed outward, like external driving towards something. So totally. ambition would go under that. Whereas the feminine would be uh, more uh, sitting, waiting, receiving, and like, yeah, it's, it's inward. Right. Yeah. Productivity oh. is often associated with masculinity and then femininity yeah. is like receiving and, and mm -hmm. allowing things to flow. So yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 It's, and I, you know, at the same time as I spent 14 years in corporate America, which is like just about as like, not even figuratively masculine, but like literally masculine. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. As you can imagine, like, right. you know, you would look around the board table and literally like 14 white men yeah mm -hmm. you know? did you notice that at the time like because obviously things have changed things have become more inclusive thank goddess but did you know yes. back then like oh this is this is weird this is like one note on a piano i think <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like, at first I was just excited to be invited to the room because that's mm -hmm. kind of how it goes. Mm -hmm. And then it was mm -hmm. probably like session number two where yeah. I was like, huh, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, luckily I think things are, I think things are changing even in those same rooms, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I loved reading your um, timeline on your website especially the part oh, where it yeah where you talk about um how you were diagnosed with clinical depression yeah and i have depression i have anxiety yeah. and i find that that's so common in funny people do you agree yeah yeah absolutely i mean i think um it's like the sad clown thing mm. i mean i can yeah. only speak from my own experience but uh, mm -hmm. my depression 
defined me, like mm-hmm. 100% defined me, uh, mm-hmm. like BCAD, you know? Whoa. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, where I had to grapple with like a real profound sense of the meaninglessness of things. And now, you know, having grown up and like recovered, he said, still depressed, but like (laughs) functionally depressed. Um, uh, It's not that I don't think things are meaningless. It's that my relationship to their meaninglessness is very different. Um, You know what I mean? Oh, totally. I I tell myself this all the time, like nothing matters. So ergo, everything matters because I can create whatever the fuck I want because we're all going to fucking die. Precisely. (laughs) Yeah. I consider myself an optimistic nihilist, a smilist. Like (laughs) I am, I am playing music while the Titanic sinks and nothing matters. Yeah. But I'm going to keep creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that you both just like define like that is my worldview yes. exactly. It's like yes. um, you know, I have a, and I I was thinking about this coming on this podcast because I was listening to a couple of other episodes because oh, I'm a prepared yes. student. Oh uh, yes, A plus, A plus. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, like I said, bored to overachievers. Um, I yeah, like. <clears throat> I have a, I grapple with spirituality because at times I feel like my spirituality, like I, I almost feel like becoming depressed was like my falling out with God or a God. And then like a spirituality arrived out of that depression, um, which yeah, Rachel, it's like totally what you're saying. Like I, love mischief like i love like um uh sort of like playing around and toying with things and being silly in a world that like is begging us to take things so seriously Mm. it's kind of like a relief to um or like almost like acupuncture to like put a needle Mm. in all of this Yes, yes. Again, with the coupling of like pain and pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Like releasing tension. Yes. And building tension. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm on a kick right now. I'm reading Existential Kink. Ooh. Sam, you're on a a kink right now. I'm on a kink right now. (laughs) (laughs) I have a few, you guys. Um, Sam, you would love it. It's all about... I mean, I'm, I'm halfway through, I think it's kind of a dualist approach, even though she doesn't come right out and say that, but it is seeing the pleasure in pain in the pain of life and yeah. the, the juiciness and like eroticism of tension and things not always working out. Yeah, and totally. The idea, the main idea behind the book is having is evidence of wanting and that your subconscious is running the waking dream of life. So like you're Mm. trying to learn how to lucid dream during the daytime with your subconscious. 
Wow. You're trying to bring your subconscious like yes. to the forefront. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And not to get rid of the darkness down there, like not yeah. to get rid of the fact that I'm recognizing my subconscious does like rejection. My ego does not, but my fucking subconscious learned to survive childhood with that and loves it. So I put mm -hmm. myself in situations to get it. What is it yeah. about it that you love? It's simply that I molded my subconscious that way through childhood. Like it's yes. simply that it's a practiced habit that worked and it got rewarded somehow. And sure, so like, sure. instead of trying to get rid of it more, so just like getting kinky with it, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, don't give me what I want. You know, it's, it's like media <laughs> like for life. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's like yeah, a reverse those, psychology. Yeah. Those, those like, um, I don't even know what you call them, but the wagon wheel, like, uh, uh, the the trot little troughs for wagon wheels they're laid early on in our lives <laughs> and then our wagon wheels want to ride those same tracks yes um, yes again and again and again so might mm -hmm. in other words might as well have fun with it yes <laughs> fun with the mischief of life yeah yeah so how do you identify spiritually like what how, what would you say you believe yeah. in now if anything um. I mean, if I'm going to get really freaky with it, I'm going to say, you know, technically Loki is the god of mischief. Like, not the Marvel. <laughs> ah, yes. You know, like maybe I, maybe I worship Ooh. that god. Um, yeah, I uh, could see that. He's Greek, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Thing? Yes. Greek, Roman. Greek or Something Roman. Like yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I, uh, so there's more of a literal answer to that question, which is like my introduction to spirituality, uh, you know, without uh, in the time of my life that I was ready for it was all, it was like, uh, first of all, it was Timothy Leary and all of the psychedelic experiments that they were doing in Harvard. Um, meaning like they were, um, you know, taking acid and forgetting their own name and then realizing that there actually like was an I there even yeah. once even once they had forgotten their own name. And they're like, well, in that case, I am not Whoa. my ego. Yes. You know? Yes, yes, yes. And I thought that was like super interesting. And uh Timothy I'm microdosing right now, by the way. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what, a per what a perfect environment. I actually, I actually forgot. Do you ever do, do that? It. Like yeah. I forgot and then I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. no, totally. Yeah. Specifically Great. with microdosing, I think, cause you yeah. just chill out. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's so low key, hello. Oh. Low key, oh my God. That is a better Wait. pun than I could make sober. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, yeah. So, so Timothy Leary, his whole thing, his, his book was called uh, Turn On, Tune In, Drop Out. Mm. Um, was that before you dropped out of high school that you found that or after? <laughs> that was after I dropped out of high school. <gasps> Resonating, yeah. right? But it was that sense of just like, you know, give it all up, like, uh, mm. you know, hit, find like a dirt road path for yourself, like, yes. holiday, you know, do something that feels unique to you. Mm -hmm. um, like, I really, really, uh, like renounce like all labels. Like I really, really loved some of that. And then through him, it was Ram Dass. 
-huh. And then through Ram Das, it was this monk named Tikhna Khan, um, who is amazing. Um, I think still alive. I think just barely alive. Um, uh, and like, yeah, Buddhism and Hinduism. And uh, now it's uh, this guy named Paramahansa Yogananda. And I'm reading his diary of a yogi, which is super interesting. So all that, like this really, really deconstructionist attitude about being alive. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I love that deconstructionist attitude about being alive, like pulling off the bullshit, like giving yourself the, which one is it? The red pill? <laughs> sure, <laughs> like, sure, sure. Yes. Yeah. The non-conservative Reddit version of the red pill. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. And like, um, or is it the blue pill that gets you no, out of the, the matrix? Pill. No, it is the red pill. Okay. okay. It is. Yeah. Okay. Right. I made that same mistake like recently. That's how I know. <laughs> It's like take the blue pill. There's they were like remain ignorant. It's like as it's like it's like diffusing a bomb if you're in a social situation and you name the wrong one. Like <laughs> which pill was it? Um, but you're a deconstructionist. Yeah, like, like what is being alive? It's all labels. Like all mm-hmm. of our emotional life is just a result of like labels that we've applied to things and expectations yes. that we're bringing to being alive, which is not necessary. So yes. I have a question for both of you. How do you both know you're alive? Such a good question. I'm microdosing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell? Uh, yeah. Thank you, I, yeah, okay. I don't know. I mean, I okay. just know I'm being alive because be, I, I mean, I really don't. I just don't know anything else. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is what's coming to mind for me because I remember recently saying to myself, because you guys like, do you have conversation with yourself nonstop? I have it nonstop. Okay. I'm a Gemini. Yeah. Okay, just checking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's like I'm never alone. Um, Is Is it a voice? Is it like making full sentences? It's a movie, dude. It's it's like a a movie movie playing in my head all feature film script on song yes does it include like i'm eddie murphy i play all of the parts (laughs) (laughs) no but i i remember having a conversation recently about pain and how i do feel really alive Mm. when i'm in pain and that's kind of like back to bdsm i know i know yeah um also but I also Scorpio. feel really alive when I'm creating. So literally death and rebirth, like the processes mm. of both make me feel alive. Yeah. Yeah. That's my answer. Creation okay. and creativity and like seeing, oh, I like took something from nothing to something. Therefore I must exist because I was the creator of that. Mm. Oh, sure. It's kind of interesting, right? That our experience of like really being alive would be when we get to play God. <laughs> I mean, well, the theory also in that book, Existential Kink, is kind of that it's all one, as many of the practices you're describing talk about, too. It's all one, and therefore, it is the godlike experience we seek. And the idea of the godlike experience is more ancient, where it is God and the devil are one. Persephone and Hades are one person split. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all 
it's your dark and your light. So of course, of course we feel good with death and rebirth. Those are godlike actions and they're the two, two sides. And we came here to have the full experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have you ever heard the, the, uh, stoic parable about the, um, the man and the, or the farmer and the boy where like, he keeps going away. The, the, I, if I'm going to paraphrase this, but like, yeah, the horse runs away and the neighbors say, what a shame. And then the horse comes back with seven stallions in its wake and the neighbors say, what a blessing. And the farmer says, we shall see. And then the boy is trying to tame the horse. He gets kicked off one of the wild horses. He breaks his leg. The neighbors say, what a shame. The farmer says, we shall see. And then the military comes through and enlists every able-bodied boy and the son can't go because he's broken his leg. And the town says, what a blessing. And the we shall see. That is to say that like, yeah, again, we just put these labels on our experiences, like good or bad. Yeah. To your point, Rachel, like pain, like we can spin anything to, into a positive if we're uh-huh. deconstructionist enough. Yes. Um, <laughs> just like why I really like that. Mm-hmm. And things are always changing too. Yeah, you just never know how anything's going to work out. Mm. Oh, I, that gave me so many goosebumps. It's like nothing has any inherent meaning but the meaning we give it right like yeah Yeah, absolutely and you could be in so much pain Mm. i have been Mm -hmm. and uh you could just not know how it's going to all work out and it could be all for the best eventually if you Mm. just wait wow Mm -hmm. and why do you guys think i mean is it straight up patriarchy capitalism like why do we have this society that taught us to value only the light only the pleasure not the pain i think people are afraid of being vulnerable yeah that's a great answer and admitting pain is quote weak to people when it's actually not Hmm. what do you think sam yeah, yeah i think I think that's totally fair. And I think to your point, Rachel, like capitalism probably pays a part, plays part two. Like you can monetize. um, Feeling good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. really, really well. I remember, I can't remember what this is from, um, but there was someone was, was interviewing this like, tribe about their process the how they process grief Mm. maybe you've heard this already and they were talking about how if someone has a lot of grief or has a lot of pain they'll get together as a tribe they'll light a fire they will dance and cry Mm. and laugh and express themselves all night until that grief has been sort of exhumed from that one person like the tribe takes that Mm. on Mm. and they couldn't fathom how our answer to grief is like sitting in a room one-on-one with someone and like recounting all the most terrible things that have happened to us. Mm. Like they couldn't understand how therapy (laughs) was valuable. I mean, I say this Uh as someone who's like in therapy. Yeah, same, Um, but I get it. It's so sterile compared to possibly the more natural way. Cause I've Mm. learned a lot about um, grieving and communion as well. 
<clears throat> through books yeah. like Pussy by Regina Thomas sure. Hour. Yes. Mm. And like, it's a much more ancient, it seems ancient societies practice communal grieving. And a witch's circle too is like very oh. similar to that. There's a fire, there's dancing, there's crying, there's talking about your feelings and holding space for each other. And yes. totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But therapy, you know, pays someone's bills. Totally. Mm -hmm. And it does help. I'm glad we have access to it. And I want everyone to at least have access to that. And yes. maybe there's, yeah, maybe there'll be more because they say we're, we're shifting. They say we're shifting out of the patriarchy, Sam. Oh, Who is they? God, Who is is patriarchy. They? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> patriarchy. <laughs> Rest in a cloak. <laughs> They don't exactly say how long it's going to take. Yeah. But, um, the patriarchy says we're shifting out of it. They're not happy about it. No. Oh, no. God. Ooh. Which is why I think things are getting worse before they get better. Because like when something's about to die, it has that last. Death uh, yes. Oof. Yeah. But perhaps in a more feminine energy, we might see more communal grieving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I or mean, communal everything. Yeah, exactly. That'd be really nice, right? Like, yeah. Um, my partner and I, you know, we're we're probably child free, um, probably in the sense that like we've talked a lot about it over the years, and we're probably not going to have kids. But sometimes we talk about how. Well, if we could raise them like with 10 other people, we might, oh, you know, be cool. able to pull it off <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and still like create and have time to mm -hmm. yeah, contribute if the community, and stuff. If the commune really existed and yeah. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Your partner is Mary Kate from Very Mary Kate. Yes. <laughs> yes. I fucking <laughs> loved that series. Still do, but like in high school specifically, I watched it so much because I was obsessed with Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> That's and amazing. she does it so well. Yeah, she does. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. Thank you so much. I'll pass it along. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, we'll do. definitely have to have Elaine on the show too. I, I mean, she would love it. She'd be great. Does to she talk do that to. voice like all the time? <laughs> I mean, when I ask her to, sometimes I'll say like, I miss very Mary Kate and then she'll do it for me. And oh. it does oddly feel as if like I'm hanging out with someone I haven't seen in a long time, you know? <laughs> like no I missed friend. this person, this yes. other person. Yeah, it's so funny. So Sam, um, what ways are you witchy? Like, and would you consider yourself a witch? Am I a witch? If I'm a witch, I'm like a... I'm a, I mean, I guess maybe the stereotypical like witch from fairy tales are kind of reclusive. I think I'm like a, I'm a witch. I'm a mysterious, I'm a, I'm a reclusive type. Um, mm -hmm. I, in what ways am I witchy? Well, um, by the way, Elaine is very well suited to this conversation because Elaine cool. has introduced so many witchy ingredients into my life like yeah readings and you know Elaine had me do a session with a psychic which I absolutely loved uh Ooh. you know incense uh crystals um uh me like in terms of what I what really gets me going uh I've been <laughs> 
I've been taking magic lessons. Yes. Now, not your, you know, not your type of magic necessarily, but I've been taking lessons with a card magician for months now. And I love that stuff. Like I love, um, and part of the show that I do for, for college humor for dropout too, is very much about, um, the element of surprise, like mm. catching people off guard in a way that either delights or in some cases terrifies them. Mm-hmm. So in that way, I'm definitely. Wait, do you happen to have cards nearby? Would you like <laughs> show us a trick? Do you have any cards nearby? Let me, let me check. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Another I, reason to join I our do. Patreon. You'll get to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take a blaze break while Sam's looking for his cards. Yes, yes. I'm pretty new at this. Oh yeah, yeah. It might have a failure rate, but um... (laughs) Lee, were you? Better than I'd be. Oh wait a minute. Let me let me just check and make sure. Okay. Were you? uh... Were you thinking of a card? Were you? Th- are you thinking of a card right Actually, now? Actually, yes, I was. What are you thinking of? You want me to tell you? Yeah, you can tell me. Seven of hearts. The seven of hearts. That's interesting. That's Why? interesting. Oh, That's no. Good. Oh, my God. It's all seven um, of hearts. I don't think it's in here. Oh, you know why? What? I think it might be the one face down card. What the? (gasps) Is that possible? Let me just. How the hell did you just do that? Oh, what? I'm amazed. <laughs> Leah I'm speechless. Yeah. <laughs> Leah gets mad. Leah gets yeah, mad at this. I get mad bad. at magic because I'm like, does I don't understand. How. I need to fucking yes, know. But absolutely. I'm allowing myself to not know. That was incredible. Very, very, very polite of you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I love it. Um wow. Uh I think it's that, I think it's opening up that like little, like in someone's mind, they are 99.99% sure that I am tricking them somehow. Mm -hmm. 0.01% convinced that something actually a little bit magical just took place. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I just, that 0.01% is what I live for. (laughs) Yes, I was just saying that's enough. You got it. Um, so back to the psychic. Yeah, I want to hear Ooh, sure. about that. Yeah, yes. Wow. In what ways did you love it? That's my cat, by the way, meowing at my door. Oh. To get I think I'm going to invite him yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is obviously <laughs> a pussy-friendly show. Totally. He'll ask to get back out in a second. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, so I... Um, there is this like psychic character that's 
um, done readings for like a few folks in my friend group named Carolyn Swift. She's really, really great. I think she lives in like New Jersey. Um, and, you know, you sign up for a session with her online and she does zero, you know, preparation. She shows up to the session. She closes her eyes. She does a quick prayer. That's like, um, uh, sh oh, cat crossing. <laughs> I love it. What a pretty uh, cat. Oh, oh my gosh. So fluffy. Hammers, right? Yeah. He's, uh, he's just about to be 14. Wow. Oh. A long time. Um, but you can be in my drawer if you want to. Um, and what she does is she talks to your guides. Mm -hmm. um, she sort of imagines that, you know, your guide group can consist of, you know, anyone whether familiar to you or unfamiliar to you, who is essentially like on your, like in the world of business, we would call it like a board. Mm. So she thinks that Timothy Leary is on my board. Cool. Um, and she talks about like your guides and what they might be concerned about. Oh. Um, when I spoke to her, she talked about leg pain, which is wild because it's what I was suffering from at the time. Whoa. Leg pain? Um, leg pain. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's specific. So oh specific. Yeah, totally. Yeah, a lot of it was very eerie. And then, you know, she gets into sort of the world of, you know, what what the guides kind of want for you or what they would prescribe you. Um, and what, if anything, she thinks you can expect over the course of time. Although she's not, she's not as much into predictions as she is to like, mm. here's what I would put your energy toward or emphasize. Mm -hmm. um, did, you implement, did you implement what she said and did it help with your leg pain? Um, you know, I can't remember about the leg pain specifically. I remember um, we were, hey, you started. <gasps> oh my god! <gosh>. cat bite. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cat action exclusive to Patreon. Uh, <laughs> uh, she, I, we were like a maybe months away from launching our subscription platform at the time. And I asked her like, how long do you think this is gonna last? And she was like 10 years. And then when the layoffs happened, I was like, well, oh. she wasn't correct. And then when I started to make moves to take over the company and that was looking like it was gonna happen, I was like, maybe she was. And maybe even there's like a piece of that, because I was thinking about it a lot of the time, that's like giving me the courage to chase after this because I'm like, some part of me is trying to prove her right, you know? Yes, <laughs> and that's cool. And whether like, time isn't linear, she has powers and actually is right, or it made you make it right, like your life was still bettered by it, right? Yeah. So it's like, if it helps and it's not hurting anyone, it's fine totally. to believe in, yeah. Totally. yeah. Oh, I love that. What's your Have sign? You... I'm a cancer, or sorry, that is incorrect. Oh, did you <laughs> think you were, are you a cusp? So I'm born on the last day of cancer, um, but I had never done my chart. So I just- You're June 21st? 
uh, July 22nd. Oh, oh last day. Okay. Shoot. Last yeah. day. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, and given where I was born and when I was born, I just tip over and oh. I am back to Leo. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and that is interesting because the two are quite different. Sure. Yeah. Did you have like an identity crisis? Like, oh my God, I thought I was a cancer for a whole, my whole life. <laughs> a little, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I've always like stolen features of both. Like I yeah. consider myself like really sensitive and a home buddy. And, um, at the same time as I can be like quite gregarious, uh, and assertive if I need to. So it's like, I honestly just feel like a walking contradiction much of the time. <laughs> so the cuspy thing suits me. Mm. What are, what are your signs? I'm a Gemini, Gemini. and I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. <clears throat> and you know, our sun signs that we colloquially say is our sign, they, they're like where we're coming from. Mm -hmm. The moon sign is your emotional house. And then the rising sign is where you're headed in life. So you're like, ideally, you're constantly becoming more your rising sign, which oh. for, for me, yes, for me is also Scorpio. So I'm like, <laughs> what you Scorpio, see is what you get. Becoming <laughs> a Scorpio. Yes. Uh -huh. Which means I'm in in an infinity of of death and rebirth it's so yes. it's very dramatic into yourself yep mm -hmm. i am like okay have you guys seen um oh, what was it called uh nature porn or um oh god what is her series called where she does the porn of all the different animals oh i don't you think know so. what i'm talking about oh god. ends up my alley though it is and i'm blanking on her name but she's she's a she's famous and she has a very famous name because her dad is someone too god uh but anyways snails mm. fuck with snails have both parts oh, and they nice. like fully yeah and they're like fully but they still have to fuck each other they can't do it on they have both right. parts, they can't do it on their own yeah for some reason <laughs> but they do but they both do it to each other anyways i feel like i'm that just like <laughs> two snails yes well, yeah what about you everything you need so but yeah Y yes. Okay. You still need each other. Yes. I'm rising Capricorn, which is business. So there you go. Perfectly yep. well suited. My mom is a Capricorn. Mm. Really? So is mine. That's so oh, funny. Interesting. Yeah. What kind of a character is your mom? Yeah. Is she like She's you? She's tough. She's tough. She's well, tough. it's interesting because when I got into astrology more and found out that I was a Capricorn rising, it was a coming to Jesus, for lack of a better word, moment of like, wow, I tried so hard my whole life to not be my mother. And it's yeah. literally in the stars that I'm <laughs> going to be my mother. So I should like hey. embrace that and like yeah. learn to love her. And at the same time, learn to love myself a little more. So it's been a journey, but um, yeah, mm. Capricorns can be tough. Yeah, yeah. Do you know you're rising, Sam? Do you remember? I don't. Okay. Um, so, okay. Nope. <laughs> okay, Ooh. but you're not coming back in. Now you're going to hiss at me. <clears throat> no, I, I don't remember my rising. Um, uh, yeah, I see. Yeah. I, I do... You know, it's funny. I I I relate to 
astrology though in some weird way i find it really comforting mm-hmm. um, uh do you have you made sort of dis- any decisions in your life based on astrology or do you find more that it's like secondary in other words you'll like get into a relationship with someone and then investigate what their sign mm-hmm. is always i always yeah. investigate um yeah. i would say i don't make decisions based on it but i do allow it to um just like self-awareness and self-awareness of other people too sure, sure. that that's my answer it's that um mm-hmm. I'm big on knowledge is power, self-knowledge is self-empowerment. So it's really just all used for self-reflection. Like all, pretty much all my magic is personal magic, yeah. except when we needed to hex Trump and we did it publicly on, on someone else. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Otherwise it's all Boy, directed hexed. inward. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do, do you, sorry. No, yeah, sorry. please. Do you relate to the like duality of Gemini? Like, does that? Absolutely, absolutely. I went to rehab when I was 19 and I was a virgin when I was in rehab. Yeah, and that always like blows people's mind, but that's always the first example I think of when I think of Gemini, because it's like this super dark thing and then this other like pure thing happening at once. Like, wow. um, Yeah, and I always just kind of feel like I, you got the order world. of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got it done early. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. I love being a Gemini, though. We're fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to ask you because um, in your timeline, you said that you love Weird Al. And yes. you like watched his videos growing up and, and then you worked with him. So do you feel like you manifested that like full circle moment? You know, of, of any, of anything in the witchy realm, manifesting is probably top of my list of things that mm-hmm. I, like I wholeheartedly believe in it. Um, yes. in, in the sense that like, I actually think it's just law of nature, law of physics. Like there is a way that you um, attract things by putting energy out there. Um, yeah, I'm in a way, uh, you know, I think that's that's literally true. I mean, we chased after the opportunity because I was such a fan. Um, and in another sense, yeah, maybe maybe destiny it's so funny you can be in this business and meet so many people and get jaded to like that uh kind of starstruck feeling but like when you meet a childhood hero it's like i could barely speak in my first meeting wow uh i was so nervous Mm uh he is by the way like a perfectly nice and normal seeming person like very steady Mm. uh vegan guy yes uh, who lives in like this you know minimalist almost like japanese style mid-century place he is absolutely not like the silly character that you would expect he is Whoa. Um, but he is like hardcore disciplined about his work in a way that's like methodical like we'll relight rewrite a line of a song 25 times and then like almost like 
uh, I was reading this. He, he didn't tell me this. I was reading this in an interview with him. He'll um, uh, almost do a uh, tournament style bracket to figure out what he wants that line to be. <laughs> so like these two lines next to each other. No, I prefer this one. These two lines next to each other. No, I prefer this one. I mean like methodical as. That's cool. Shit. Wow. Um, which I think is super cool. And I really, really respect and also uh, sort of identify with this idea of like taking play really seriously. Yes. Um, Me too. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, manifesting, I mean, there is this book which is totally not, I mean, it's spiritual to me, uh, but it's way more in the sort of like productivity category. <laughs> Which one? Uh, 8020? <laughs> no, I'm sure I talked to you about 8020, yes. Rachel. Okay. <laughs> yes. So obsessed with this stuff. Um uh yeah, 8020 principle, great principle, can totally have spiritual applications, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, you know, uh 20% of your wardrobe you wear 80% of the time, 20% of the things that you stress out about or 20% of the things that you work on make 80% of the difference. Mm-hmm. So if you just like focus on the 20%, you can increase their impact. Yep. Um, uh, but this is a book called Atomic Habits, which I've followed yes! in the last few. Yeah. Habit stacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Habit stacking. That was and my biggest. Of like, forget chasing after ambitious goals like Mm. form a habit in the direction of the thing Mm. that you want and you will be surprised how the compounded effect of like practicing that every day where it leads you and i think that's like such a magical idea that like you know if you write a page a day you'll have written like 200 pages before you know it Mm-hmm. And then where that can take you or even better, like, say you want to get into a new field or you want to learn about a new topic, or you just know that you want to go in like some direction and you say, I am going to like cold email or like cold message on Twitter, like one person a day. Okay. You're naming literally what I did. I tweeted at Kevin Smith for 278 consecutive days to get into his movie and it fucking worked i'm in the jay and silent bob reboot i know (laughs) right yes isn't that wild it's wild it's wild like that's magical and i think it's like we're just all so shy and it's exhausting Mm -hmm. to put yourself out there Mm -hmm. Um, which is almost why it's better to put it on to to put it on a version of autopilot like right you know, because the more you do something, the easier it is to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah. that that is spiritual. I totally get how that's spiritual for you. Like <clears throat> to me, thinking about it that way reminds me of this conversation I've been having with my past, current, and future self lately. And yeah. I was I was like thanking my past self for building strength, giving my current self compassion, and then like getting excited for my future self. But it yes. was all like. the idea is similar of like, you can, you can, I don't know. It's like, time is not linear. I can be working on the goal back then that this Mm. one gets to enjoy. Like, yes. Yeah, totally. It's like that thing that parents say about how like raising a child sort of feels like no time and also eternity. 
you know, yeah. is that like, if you're trying to manifest something or chase after something you want and you're okay, I'm a little all over the place, but I think you will both appreciate this. There is yeah. an, there's an article, um, my dad's wife, who is an extraordinary person named Perian, Perian is her name. Um, shared with me this article it's an annie dillard it's a portion of an annie dillard book annie dillard's like this naturalist who writes about nature and nature's interaction with our life really profound ways um she wrote this book called living like or this uh, section of one of her books called living like weasels and apparently um when a weasel wants to eat something that they will do is they will uh, try to kill and, and eat an eagle. And the way that they will do that is by lodging themselves in a, uh, their teeth in an eagle's neck until the eagle is grounded and dies. Uh, but because that takes a while, you'll sometimes see an eagle flying through the sky with a weasel dangling from its no. neck. <laughs> And because it sometimes doesn't work, you will sometimes meet an eagle with a weasel skull. Oh my God. In its neck. What? And Annie Dillard makes the argument that we should all live in pursuit of a passion that is that um, consuming where it's like, I am going to bite into this no matter where it takes me. Like, <sighs> life or death, mm. I'm like, in. Mm. Uh, and like, lose our sense of time and lose our attachment to being oh, alive. Like, wow. lose our creature comforts and just... Bite. You know, bite, yeah. Mm. Oh. Take a bite out of life. <laughs> I yeah. love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I want to see it so bad in the wild wild now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. I think it's time for your reading, Sam. Oh, wow. I'm thinking a double. Leah, do you have your deck of hearts? I do. Okay, I'm feeling that and queen of the moon. Wow. I actually have one more question for you, okay. Sam, before we get into the reading. Yeah. Um, the weasel know- one kind of answered everything for me, <laughs> Sam. <so I'm glad. laughs> Um, because I know we have a lot of creative listeners, so I would love to ask, what is your number one advice for creatives? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, number one is probably like finding a way to put in your 10,000 hours that doesn't require anyone else's permission Mm. and finding a way to like find your audience and build that audience um, early is like the best thing that you'll possibly do for your career. You cannot, I don't think anymore, make a career just out of selling your product mm-hmm. to, to someone else who is distributing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether it's your podcast or whether it's your TikTok or whether it's your you know, funny Twitter presence or whether it's your blog or whatever it is, like go direct to an audience who appreciates you mm. and make a living on the side if you have to. Um, 
while you're figuring out how to make a living. Nice. And I love that. Yes. Getting started right away, not waiting for the permission. That is such good advice. Huge. Thank you, Sam. Now, do you have any specific question for the cards? They're here to provide guidance. Wow. Um, Try to ask an actual question. Um, You can try and you can also choose to ask a general where they just tell you what you need to know. Sure. Yeah, I'll probably probably split the difference and say like, where, where are we trending? What's what's going to happen? Like (laughs) what will be the vibes three months from now? Okay. I like that. So like autumn 2021 vibes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's take a breath. What are these vibes? What are these vibes? What do we need to, oh, okay. That was pretty clear. Wow. Wow. Discernment. Discernment. Okay. What'd you get, Leah? I got, I am beautiful inside and out. Okay. Like the underlined inside. Mm -hmm. Okay. To me, the discernment is saying the vibe in a few months is... Okay, so Sam, could you describe the look of this one for listeners? <laughs> Not on Patreon? <laughs> well, to me, it's a little bit... You know, maybe that's just my my interpretation, but it's almost yeah. a little bit ominous. So there's a woman um, with... Uh, you can't see the top of her face because um, she's surrounded by a ring of clouds and a planet. Um, and then she is clutching what looks like another celestial object, not clutching it between her hands. There's some space between her hands and the object. She's mm-hmm. almost letting it hover between her hands, mm-hmm. which is also interesting. It's like not holding on to something too, too tightly. Mm-hmm. Um, but and- you know, yeah. And then there's other planets, it seems, orbiting around. Yeah. So it's kind of like she's she's like channeling, sort of, to hold the light in place, and then her head mm-hmm. is in the clouds. Yeah, the yeah. discernment is between her head and her heart, her heart space. Okay. And then this card was I am beautiful inside it out. So both of these <gasps> cards are kind of like a, a duality. Yes, and the inner and outer, as within, so without, as above, Whoa. so below. <gasps> so maybe the vibe in towards the end of 2021 is trying to get out of the head and listen to the heart in your huh. discernment, in your sure. decision-making. Sure. Yeah, discernment is sort of about decision-making, isn't it? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. It's about taking everything in taking time and deciding. I'll see if anything jumps out in the book. Um, 
it's talking about judging wisely, taking yeah. care in your choices. Mm. Okay. It says it's difficult to see things can seem obscured, but it's important to look. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. Like I'm in the process of making decisions about some medical treatment mm. and speaking of inside. And wow. Now, yeah. That really tracks. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, let's see. Real discernment is really making it a priority to take time and ensure acuteness of judgment, really looking at the fine print before you buy. So research, wow. like wow. you said, being a good student. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, hold on. At the bottom, after it talks about putting in that effort to take the time, make the wise choices, it says, that is growth. <gasps> wow. That's where we started this whole episode. Oh wow. As I that's cool. have an email from my mom that's a 40-page paper about <laughs> my supposed medical condition that yeah. I'm, she wants me to go and read, speaking of doing research. And reading the wow. fine print. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you can discern. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. 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 Inside and out. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. So you're very Googleable, but <laughs> like if you want. Why to, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You what guys. A rare you compliment. <laughs> I like to think of myself as Googleable. Rarely does anyone call me Googleable. I'm so Googleable. You so are. <laughs> But if people wanted to go directly somewhere to find all your goods, where should they go? Oh, wow. I mean, I I tend to be busiest on Twitter. Uh, so um, you can follow me at Sam Reich on Twitter. Uh, but I'm goofiest on TikTok. So oh. You can follow me at Sam underscore Reich. Because yes. Sam Reich was taken. Oh, <laughs> So you Dang. can get the Loki vibes maybe more Loki. On, yes. on, on TikTok. Amazing. Um, yeah. And then let's wrap it up with a basic blessing, something we're each grateful for today. Oh, <sighs> I'm grateful for the path and for having chances like this to see the path, meaning I can look back on our time working together and I get to cut to this moment of like, joking around and having fun on the show I created with you who like you were a huge part of my start in the industry so oh I'm grateful for moments like this oh, love that I'm so grateful to have a clean apartment and a clean car got both of them clean today and it feels so good so refreshing mm. very nice mm -hmm. um uh I I mean Leo, it was such a pleasure to meet you. Um, I am so grateful. You know, there are unique relationships, I feel like, Rachel, where you can talk to someone and it's like no time has elapsed. Yes. And that's like, you know, after like years of not talking to each other. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so grateful for that. Yeah. Like what a nice feeling in this very like alienating time. Yeah. To feel connected to someone. So thank you. Thank yes. you so much. This was a blast. Thank you, Sam. Blast from my past. <laughs>